Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Now, our Scott Chance is with us to tell us about this new sport. And I'm I'm using that word in air quotes because I'm not sure you can call this a sport or it's a game. Yeah, but there are lots of things, Simi, that are games that people consider sports. I would say, and I'm probably going to get destroyed for this, but golf. Golf is one of those things. It's a game. I don't know that people would call it a sport. Okay. There are. I see what you're saying. And there is some physical activity involved in golf. I mean, it's kind of, there's a lot of hours that you're spending out there and there's a lot of movement and you have to have some uh, muscle ability to, you know, repeatedly swing that club. But tell us about the game that you're discussing today. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I want to preface this by saying that, you know, this time last year, everyone was talking about pickleball, right? Like pickleball was the thing that was exploding. For a while there, it was the fastest growing game in the world. Well, Simi, pickleball is out and in is cornhole. (laughs) (laughs) So now people understand why I was saying this because cornhole is a game, Scott. And and you're right. It is. It's like a a game that you often see at, I don't know, like a brewery or at like somebody's backyard. somebody's backyard barbecue. Yeah, totally. But, Simi, it is a fun game. It's a really fun game. And I think that this is how often how these things happen. It starts out as a game that people kind of play, and then some people take it more seriously, and it elevates and elevates and elevates. And then that's how you kind of get to this level of, oh, these people are really serious, and this has become like a professional league. And that's what is happening here. We have Cornhole Canada, and these people uh, of tried to professionalize this game or sport and make it into a really legitimate thing with rules and regulations and, you know, talk of the Olympics. That might be a bit of a stretch, but I got in touch with Sebastian Giannino. He's part of the executive team of Cornhole Canada. I wanted to find out more about this and, you know, kind of how serious it is. So I started like just by asking him, if you're unfamiliar, what is Cornhole? Cornhole is a very simple game um, that you play. I mean, most of us probably play in the backyard. Uh, it's basically two sets of boards that you set uh, you know, apart from each other, and then you try to get uh, bean bags. You throw the bean bag into, um, into the hole. And so you try to do that and try to get as many points as you can doing that. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this game at like lots of breweries and stuff. And it's kind of like a summertime, chilling, have a drink in your hand and just kind of hang out with your buddies kind of game, right? 100%. That's how the game is known, I think, from you know, the majority of you know, the, the players out there or the people out there. It's a, it's a backyard game. It's a fun game. Anybody can play it. But we've kind of started to standardize it a bit with Cornhole Canada and trying to make it more of an organized professional sport. Okay, and so what does that look like? Is it, you know, you have uh, specific settings for how far the, the boards need to be apart, or, like, wh- what kind of rules do you have in place that make it sort of more official? Yeah, so, so what we've done is we've, we've tried to, with Cornhole Canada, is to standardize the sport with exactly that, is having some set, like, dimensions on the, on the court length, so it's 27 feet apart from the front of the board 
um, from the from front of the board. And then we've also set some standards on, you know, the size of the board, uh, also uh, with um, the bags, the, the size of the, the dimensions of uh, the bags. And we've also instituted some uh, some rule sets where, you know, the player can't step over the line. There's, uh, you know, certain points that, that, that can be scored so and so forth. And, and we've created, you know, tournament structures and, and a point structure for players to follow. Super cool. And now the game is really uh, growing in popularity. Why do you think that is? So I, I really think the reason why is, is twofold. First, because it's such an easy game to play. Anybody can play it. Uh, it doesn't matter like your skill level. It doesn't matter your age, gender. Um, and it's one of those things where anybody can do it. So it lends to like really, uh, and, it, and it's you know, really inexpensive. Uh, secondly, not to pat ourselves on the back, I really think that we've we've really tried to put it on the map since uh, 2020, the launch of Cornhole Canada. We've put you know a, a few nationals now under our belt, and we really try to grow the game uh, through just like you know uh, promoting it through our our social channels. And I really think that we've we've played a little bit of a you know, if I can pat myself on the back or us on the back is to help you know get it uh, get it noticed. Yeah, and I know that, like like you say, it's getting noticed now, and there's talk of, like, competition, and you guys are even kind of pushing this thing towards the Olympics. Is that right? Yeah, so, I mean, definitely that's something that we're, you know, looking at for sure. I mean, we're probably going to be, like, further along the lines in our plan, but that's one thing that, you know, uh, we really are, are putting some effort into to making it hopefully an Olympic sport one day. But our main goal right now is to expose the game to as many people uh, in Canada as possible, get as many leagues started as possible, and just get the player base up there. Uh, so that way there's more and more uh, you know, professional or, or highly organized games happening. And then once that starts, you know, I think it's just going to be a snowball effect where we'll see you know, tons of players uh, 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 players out there that would want to see it become an Olympic sport. Yeah, it's definitely addictive for anyone who's played it or or tried playing it. Um, tell me about the skill that goes into becoming a cornhole player because, like I said, it's kind of this like, hey, we're at a brewery, we're just hanging out in the backyard or at the beach type of game. But to take it to this sort of competitive level like you guys have done, what sort of skill is involved in that that differentiates some of the professionals from just like the layperson cornhole player? Yeah, so what I would say is, you know, practice makes perfect. Um, with cornhole, like I said, it's a very easy game, right? So if you can throw a beanbag, I mean, you can play the game. But the skill level that it takes to be consistent, to be, you know, uh, on the board every time, to play strategy, it's not only just trying to get the bag in the hole, it's like playing a blocker bag. So the, there's a whole strategy that, that comes to play. And the, what separates the players, just like I think in any other sport, is just the consistency, it's the practice, and it's the, the will to, to want to do it, right? And so the players that put more time into it, uh, there are some techniques that over the years now that we've been playing, players are starting to like, develop different throwing styles or different throwing angles to help them you know, get that competitive edge. Uh, and so I, one thing that word of advice that I would probably say is just to keep consistently your throw and your stance is probably like the biggest factor uh, when it comes to, to becoming one of the, the top elites. It's so cool to see uh, people's passion for something that you might not have expected, you know, and to, to hear you guys talk about taking it to to the next level. So congratulations on, on what you've built. And it is a super fun game. If people who uh, are listening to this want to get involved or give Cornhole a try, where can people yeah. go to get more information or sort of maybe even try it out, see other watch other people play? Where would we get started? 
Yeah, so I would say head over to uh, cornholecanada.ca and you can get a list of like all the leagues across uh, across Canada. Uh, they're actually in in uh, BC. Um, we have like a, a bunch of leagues that are there as well. We got Fraser Valley, Kamloops, Kelowna, uh, Vernon, Great Victoria. Uh, we're actually the nationals are happening in, in BC this year, so uh, that's something to look out for. And just yeah, hit us up on our socials. Uh, there's lots of leagues across Canada, and and we'd love to. And anybody that wants to start a league. We're looking for, for uh, league members to, to constantly start up. So give us a shout, and we'll help you get started. That's Sebastian Giannino from Cornhole Canada. There's Simi. Cornhole Leagues? There's Cornhole Nationals? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's like it's taken the, the country by storm. Like, there are, there are like, it's official. They have leagues. It's like a court is taped off. You can't step over the line. They have jerseys. It's serious. You know, Scott... You learn something new every day in this job. That's what I'm here for. That is what you provided <laughs> me with today. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. That is our Scott Chance. If you'd like to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.